everybody, and welcome to the Nine Decide podcast, where we chat with super amazing and inspirational people who pounded the pavement before and after their nine to fives to get their side hustles off the ground. After listening to the interviews with these amazing guests, you'll walk away with a refreshed pep in your step and a newfound motivation to make your side hustle a reality. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Nine Decide podcast. If you're listening, awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, my name is Alexandra. Let's see, what can I tell you about myself that's not super boring? Um, I have three kids, two cats, one husband. I live in the suburbs um, and I work from home. That might have all been a little bit boring, but all true. Um, super happy, love my life. <laughs> uh, but lately, I feel like I've been going a little cray cray. I don't know if it's COVID. Um, yes, definitely COVID. I feel like a lot has to do with COVID. Um, or back to school, just the fall. I always go a little crazy in the fall. Um, but I've just been feeling lately like I don't have a creative outlet for myself. I feel like there's a lot going on, obviously, um, you know, super busy. I have <laughs> I have tons going on. I don't need any more commitments for sure. But I definitely feel like I need a creative outlet. Um, and so... I was just thinking about, you know, the kinds of things that I'm interested in. And um, I have all of these friends and all of these friends of friends and acquaintances who have these amazing talents or, you know, businesses that they have turned into very successful side hustles, um, side hustles that have remained side hustles that are fulfilling to them or ones that they've parlayed into full-time jobs. And me always being a wannabe side hustler, I have always wanted to have a side hustle. I just don't know what my creative talent is. Um, I just love talking to these people. And so that is how I decided to do this podcast is I felt like what better way to kind of um, highlight some of these really cool people that I feel like I've talked to and met and hear about all the time who have started these businesses. And, you know, I think some some of it has to do with COVID. Um, Some of it has to do with just, I think, you know, people who've been moms maybe or um, have left jobs for a little while, the workforce, and decided, you know, they, they're they ready to do something. Um, but it's just cool stuff. So uh, that's how that came about. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I feel like there's a lot of different people on the podcast. If you know of anybody who has a cool side hustle, give me a shout. I would love to talk to them. Um, it's really all about you know, bringing people on here who have started successful side hustles that, you know, have remained side hustles, can continue to be side hustles, or like I said, they've parlayed into um, successful careers. So um, yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm super pumped. And I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but it seems like a good time. I love talking to people. So that's a start. Um, anyway, my first guest, uh, without further ado, is one of my faves um, from flashback from my old working days in publishing. Um, her name is Jenny Staley. She works at Kelly Girl Style. Works at she started Kelly Girl Style. That's her business, um, and she's amazing. So, this is my interview with Kelly Girl Style. 
Well, I want to welcome Jenny Staley from Cali Girls Styled, which is a lifestyle and clean beauty blog. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate you joining. Thank you um, so much for having me. I'm honored. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and your business and kind of what you do. Yeah, definitely. So um, I really started Cali Girl Styled as a place for me to, honestly, when I was living in Connecticut, um, talk about how I long to be back on the West Coast. I'm from Southern California. I was born and raised. After going to school in Arizona, I moved out to New York City. It was my dream to live in the city. I thought I'd be there a couple of years and then leave. And then I met my husband now and he was like, oh no, no, I work on Wall Street and we are in New York and there's nowhere to go. And I was like, okay. So we had two kids in the city and then I had to get out of the city because with kids, it just you know destroys that Sarah Jessica Parker moment. Sex in the city, it no longer becomes it's children in the city. Not so so we moved up to Connecticut because this Cali girl was not going to move to New Jersey or Long Island. And so I was like, all right, I guess we're going up to Connecticut. Um, and after several years there, just really missed being in California. I missed the West Coast. I missed the, the ocean, the proper ocean. And my family's all on the West Coast. And so my husband was like, look, I can't move you to California. My job's here, but you should journal about it. You should start to write about it and, you know, get out those feelings and you can, you know, visit whenever you want. So I had gotten a new car and he got me a license plate that says Cali girl. And he said, you'll always be my Cali girl. And it was spelled incorrectly. It was spelled C-A-L-Y-G-R-L because it's a license plate. And so that came to be, I was like, let's do a playoff words. He's like, you'll always be my Cali girl. We just have to live in Connecticut. So that turned into this whole, oh, all right, I'm really into fashion for my background working in publishing and beauty. Uh, I worked at Bobby Brown Cosmetics for years. Um, and so my blog turned into a place for me to sort of marry my love for fashion and for beauty. And at the time I was a representative for Stella and Dot as well as Beauty Counter. Um, and so it kind of was just a place for me to write, um, which turned into blogs. And I was having more and more friends say, oh my gosh, you got to publish this. This is really great stuff. You have a great, unique style. And so it became an outlet for me, really a place for me to just put out there in the universe on my little corner of the web. And if someone was going to follow, great. And if not, it was very therapeutic for me. Um, And then randomly I would get comments from people like, oh my gosh, I love that one story you wrote about X, Y, and Z. I was like, okay, thanks. So it just, I just opened up. I've always been a pretty open person. I feel like I wear my heart on my sleeve and it just started to take off from there. Um, and then COVID hit and I was like, I'm moving to California with our children. Are you coming? And he was like, okay, yeah. All right. So we drove cross country and really embraced that experience, had the best time on the road. And I'm not a road trip girl. And then, um, we moved to California and we were there. We had four kids. We're like ready to live that California dream and COVID continued. So the kids, Tell everybody how old your kids are just so they know, because while you're doing uh, this, you're working the whole time while you had kids. I just want to point that out. So you were working at sell and dot. You've always been in sales, right? Always been in sales and marketing. That was my degree in marketing. um, And really publishing was my background, but yeah, sales and marketing. And my children are five, seven, 10, and 11. Um, My 10 year old is challenging. We have behavioral issues with her. She's got different ADHD. She's got um, ODD, which is an oppositional defiant disorder. She's dyslexic. So we have our challenges. And I've got a husband who works beyond full-time hours. And I really wanted to make something of my business. So I wanted to treat it like a full-time job, not like a hobby. You are so inspirational because four kids during COVID, I think a lot of people would have just like thrown in the towel and been like, look, I can't do this because- yeah. 
I mean, you are the main kind of caretaker. Your husband works a full-time job and you're doing homeschooling for anybody that did that this year. It is awful, (laughs) painful. Um, Plus, you know, balancing all that with, you know, selling and also writing, which is, you know, that takes a lot of work. So when did you, like, how did you fit all of that in? Did you have a schedule for yourself where you just kind of like all over the place or did you sort of do your own business stuff at night or squeeze it in during the day? Yeah, a little bit of both. So um, with the older kids, they were on Zoom. So they had to be focused with their Zoom. And then when they were on break, I was on break. When it was lunchtime, it was lunchtime. Um, And even now, now that we're in Florida and the kids are in school, when I pick them up from school till they're in bed, I'm mom. So I'm not checking emails. Um, I'm not posting anything. I'm not going live about something because I am solely, okay, this is you, you're home. You need my attention. Maybe you need help with homework. So I try to block like time block my time for that. Mm-hmm. And then if there's something I need to get like a blog out or a deadline for my own self, cause I'm hard on myself. I'll stay up till it's done at night or I'll wake up. I wake up at five in the morning. So I get up, I do my thing so that I can have that quiet time. Otherwise I'm interrupted every five minutes. And, you know, then, then it's just not good work I'm putting out. But honestly, for me, I thought it was important to like, to own something and to show my children that mom works too, right. That mom has something she's passionate about. Let's also talk about about having a side hustle or your own boss or being an entrepreneur. You, you work it when it works for you. So I want to talk about sort of what, where the turn went, because it was it Cali Girl style, it was a blog, you're doing partly mm-hmm. enjoy And then it kind of, you know, and I've been sort of following you for a while and seeing you've got, you know, the recipes you're posting, but then it became, you know, more than that. You've yeah. got your curated by, let's talk about the curated by Cali yeah. Girl. So I have a, a girlfriend of mine who I worked with um, at Glamour. Oh, so okay. Christine got me started at Stella and Dot. And then I since have joined her at Park Lane and she's like a sister to me. And she sort of was working with this other boutique owner down in Texas and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they sort of had this own little shop. And I was like, that's so great. You've got great clothing. Like, how does that work? And she had kind of mentored me through it. She worked with me on turning Kelly Girl Style into an LLC um, and getting my reseller's permit because um, you buy wholesale, just like a, re- just like a brick and mortar would, and then you sell at retail, right? So I just don't have a brick and mortar, but I am an online boutique. So I can sell whatever I want. I'm licensed to sell whatever I want. So that really opened doors for me to be like, wait a minute, I can sell my own fashion. I can sort of buy my own clothes and accessories and like favorite little household items or something. And then the doors just opened to the heavens. And I was like, this is amazing. My husband's super supportive of it. Um, and it just kind of went from there. So curated by Kelly girl is a closet that is curated by me, but for, for my clients, for styles that they ask for, for, um, looks that I think are going to look great on any body type, all different sizes and shapes. Um, and yeah, it's just, and then things that pair well with park lane accessories. Um, and again, keeping that whole beauty counter clean beauty movement in there. So it's an online boutique and it's the sky's sort of the limit with it. That that's awesome. So did it come because people were like, we love your stuff. Cause you have amazing yeah. style. You've always had amazing yeah. style. And I feel like Thank in you. sales, you were always doing beauty and fashion. That, those were yeah. always your categories, right? So yeah. it's obviously a natural fit. So I mean, did that occur to you as kind of a natural progression? Or would you say all of this sort of Kelly girl style, um, the business itself kind of organically. Un- totally organic. 
organically unfolded and like organically unfolded. I think my girlfriend being like selling these clothes, I was getting a lot of people being like, Oh my gosh, I love that dress. Where'd you get that dress? Where'd you get those pants? Where'd you get that? And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe (laughs) again, it's kind of like writing the blog, like maybe one or two people read it. I was like, okay, maybe these five people who say they love it will buy it. And then it just continued. Then they told their friends about it. And I would say that the curated closet is like, it's on trend accessible style, right? So it's not $10. It's not something you're going to, you know, find at Target, but it's not, you know, something that's so affluent that's $350 and people are like, that's great, but I can't afford that. Right. It's, it speaks a little bit more to the masses. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just organic. Yeah. I was talking to somebody else who was like, one of her tips was just like consistency. And I mm-hmm. thought that was so good. She's like, just be consistent. And she, and, yep. and same thing. Show up. Yeah. Show up. And the same thing she said, it just kind of her business sort of grew and grew and grew and more people started following it. But it yeah. seems like the um, styled boxes have become more and more popular. What is like, is it become too much for fulfillment? Like, how do you get the clothes? What is that? What is that business? So I'm like? hoping that's a problem one day. I am hoping <laughs> that the curated closet does so well and Stylebox do so well that I have to have a fulfillment center. So for right now, it's all out of my garage. I do it out of my office. Um, so that's a big chunk of time too. And the Stylebox kind of came from the idea actually that my sister, um, we were in Arizona on like a girl's trip and she was like, okay, I need these six styles out of your curated closet. And I was like, okay. And then we went to dinner with a friend and she was like, oh, I love all that, but I just have no clue how to put it together. Like, I love your style, but I would never know how to put that together in my closet. So then that sort of got my idea going with, I was seeing all these ads for like Trunk Club and Stitch Fix. And I was like, oh, Stitch Fix, but it's a booming business and people Mm -hmm. love it. And it's an easy fix, right? I can just do that. It gets mailed to me. So that's how Stylebox was born. Again, sort of playing off of misspelled words. So it's styled, not style. Um, And then because it's my own and I made it up, it can change and morph into whatever it wants. So it's offered four times a year, spring, summer, fall, and winter. And to be different than anything else on the market, it includes a Zoom. So if you were to buy a style box, we would have a 20 to 30 minute Zoom where we would talk about you. How do you dress for your everyday? Um, What do you, you know, you work from home and are you on Zoom? Do you have to have your camera on? Are you a stay at home mom? Are Mm -hmm. you a working woman? Are you a teacher? So I can really use a style box. I think I need it. Right. And it's a really good bang for your buck. So then I go back based on our notes and I curate a box specifically for you, Um, your size, your style. Are you going to wear it? And then I put together style guides to say, okay, everyone has a white tank in their um, closet. So throw this white tank on it or a black blazer or, you know, flats or denim jeans. So I'll tie it into other things so that you don't just get it once and go, well, now what do I do with it? but you can change the looks. Um, And the last thing I want is for you to open it and throw it in your closet and never wear it. So it's an open dialogue. I then become your personal stylist and you're like, Jenny, I love this, this, and this. I won't wear this or it's too big. And then we can exchange and go from there. That is so, I I love that. I mean, I feel like that seems, that is just, it feels like a lot of work, um, but I think that is an amazing, it it probably is very fulfilling for you. And I feel like you're Mm -hmm. so good at that. It's so interesting to talk to people because I feel like that is something that you just have. And it's like a skill set that you have. And some of these other, you know, women and people that I'm talking to with side hustles, it's kind of like a, almost like a skill set that they've always had that then they've just, it's kind of materialized into something that they can turn into a business or, you know, offer to other people. And I feel like it's such a natural fit for you. Yeah. Um, And if I didn't, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. You know, I would, I would do something else, but I, 
I love it. I love putting these boxes to style together. And then like a week later, I'm calling the client. I'm like, did you get it? Do you love it? What do you love? Put it on, show me a picture. Like, I just like to see them light up and feel good about, uh, especially post COVID where like people just yeah. gave up, right? People are like, I'm just going to put on my hoodie and sweats because it works. And then you're like, no, don't let yourself go. Like, well, I think it's like, you're also someone to have the zoom call, which I think is, is also really nice to have somebody sort of personally get to know you because I have done stitch fix and a couple of those other things and I I kind of feel like I got it and I was like eh, sort of like missed the mark or you know but to have somebody who would talk to you to sort of really yeah. get what your style is and yeah. what you do every day and then send you stuff is is really cool well and like uh, see your coloring and see how yeah. wide, how tall are you what's your current size like how do your clothes fit on you are you big busted where do you carry your weight like questions that some people are like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, look, if you don't tell me this and I haven't personally met you, I need to be able to vision how this jumpsuit's going to fit on you. Yeah. Do you, so I guess my next question is kind of like, what's next for Cali Girl Style? Like, where do you see yourself? Cause so you, you continue with um, beauty counter and parkland jewelry, which you tie the parkland jewelry yeah. into the curated boxes. Do you tie the beauty counter into that as well? Or is that yeah, kind so, of separate? So what's so great about beauty counter is it's a mission I believe in. I truly believe um, that there are a lot of really scary beauty and skincare products that are sold over the counter mm-hmm. that can cause a lot of harm. Um, since I've started using them, which has been about two and a half years, it's the best my skin has looked. Um, so I will incorporate those in the boxes if people are open to it. I had one client who came to me in spring and she was like, I just got a new job. So I need smart casual and my skin's a disaster from all the masks. And I was like, <laughs> I got you. So that was our focus. She was like, I don't want jewelry. Talk to me about skincare and let's focus on work clothes. And I was like, done. And since then she's added in like some jewelry or let's talk about makeup, but that's oh, cool. She was like, I'm coming to you for this. Is and it a like, set amount? Is it a set amount? Like with the curated box, like, can you kind of say, oh, so it's a set dollar amount. So they could say. So oh, the box is $200. Mm-hmm. And then for a year, it's $500. So for four boxes, 500 bucks, which is $125 a box. And um, you're going to get anywhere from three to six pieces. So it's just going to be curated. Like, what do you need? Like, if we're just going to focus on skincare and you need smart casual, I'm probably going to throw in like a pair of pants, a dress or skirt and a couple tops, right? I'm going to give you a couple different jumpstart. I will say, and have been told by um, one of my uh, like coaches that I've used for stuff. And she's like, girl, you're giving away this like way too much. And I was like, no, I just, they're pretty lush. I'm like, doing this. Not, <laughs> I'm probably giving away too much. My husband's like, that's all going in one box. I'm like, I can't help myself. <laughs> I just love it. So get yeah. in, get in now before you raise your prices. No, I, yeah. I've seen the boxes that you put together and they look amazing. So I feel like I'm going to have Thank to you. check that out. I think I, I, it's a great it. thing for your buck, especially if you're just like opening your closet and you're like, I don't know where I don't care. Or you grab the same leggings or the same sweatshirt, right? That's how yeah. we shop. Like nobody really shops their closet. You just go to the same thing that's comfy and you put it on and then you're just kind of like, whatever, uninspired. So yeah, no. And I think there's a lot of, I'm like me who works from home, who just doesn't really do much. I don't have, but it is true. Um, Cause I heard on one of your recordings, I think it was one today that you were just saying, you know, it make it does make you feel good. Like, even if I'm going out, I don't know, I'll go to lunch, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, randomly, not hardly ever. 
but if I have to put on makeup and go out, yeah. it does kind of put a little pep in my step to feel yeah. a little better. So I do think it's, it's nice. Totally. Um, so what is, so what's next for Cali girl style? Like, where do you, where do you want to take the business? I mean, do you want to pull all your kids out of school and make a warehouse in your garage? That's totally acceptable if you want them to be back in curated boxes, but no, I mean, I feel like the sky is like really every time I see you, there's, there's more and more progression in your business. So we're like, what do you want to take on next? What do you love? Um, I love just, you know, touching, touching more women, getting in front of more women, helping more women, um, whether it be through a curated purchase or switching to clean beauty or style box. But I love, I mean, some of the clients I'd say most of my clients, I've never even met them, right. I've met them via, um, through a friend, but all online. And we talk almost every day. Um, they're like, help me with this. I'm going out to this, you know, wedding or this friend's anniversary dinner. What do I wear? Or do you like this dress? How would you style it? And I realized I love that. I love the client interaction. Um, Mm -hmm. so the, the next steps for me, I'd love to have like a warehouse. I'd love to be big enough to wear, I'm still having that personal interaction. I'm still doing the zooms and chatting with each person and curating their box, but being so big that like, I can't keep it in my house, but I have the profit to open a warehouse and be able to keep it going. Um, you know, and definitely like the Cali girl style to me, like I've I'll always be a Cali girl, no matter where I live. It was a very hard decision. Um, but the right decision for us to leave California and be in Florida, um, my passion and my heart is very much the sunshine and being by the ocean. So, and family and traveling and, so just continuing on that journey and just um, letting work and life allow us to have all those opportunities, I guess. Well, I think it, I think that sounds great. And I also feel like you do such a good job of balancing both because I kind of, I, you know, my next question is sort of getting started. And, you know, I ask people what their tips would be and you don't have to give five. I know it's a little pressure, um, <laughs> but five basically tips for people who are, um, you know, just interested in getting into a side hustle, because I think there's a lot of people who just need to hear from somebody else, like what, you know, what it took for you to get started. Like, what was your first step in like how, you know, how it's kind of changed your life too. Like what, like, do you look at challenges differently? Like, do you feel better about yourself because you have this thing that, that is, that is yours, that's your business and you're able to raise a family. Cause I think some, so many people feel like you have to choose one or the other just do it. If it's something you feel passionate about or something you're interested in or a what if, or just do it, just try. Um, and if it's not for you, it's not a fail. You just take a different path. You take a different turn. Um, if you're not sure how to go about it, then reach out for help or find a coach or a mentor online, somebody that you follow on Instagram that inspires you. I don't know if people here follow living with Landon, but she's been a huge inspiration for me. Um, and somebody who I just love cause she's just down to earth. So she's somebody who I'm like, okay, I could do that. Okay. Well I could do that. Or, Oh, I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. I think finding that person reaching out, asking for help, um, and just doing it, just taking the steps to do it. And like I said, it's your own thing. So if you back up from it or you choose a different path, it's not a failure. It's uh, just not for you. And as far as time management and the kids, um, whatever you're doing, whether it's writing a blog or making dinner or writing an email to a client, be hundred percent focused on that task at that time. Mm, right. So some people get a little bit distracted with like, oh my gosh, there's too much on my to-do list. I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed with that one thing at a time and be all in on that one thing. 
right? I'm here chatting with you about this podcast. So that's what I'm doing. I'm not checking an email or looking online. I'm hundred percent focused on this. Then I go to the next task. And another great thing about being your own boss or having your own side gig, it's your hours. So you work it how you want. If you're not happy with the progress, then step it up a little bit. If you want more, do more. If you want less, do less. Um, it's kind of what motivates you. Um, I am not motivated. This might sound really weird by money. I'm motivated by the six, by the success in the clients. I want to help as many women as I can, um, get out of a rut or do something that they really long to do, but are scared. I want to give them that push they need. I, I love that. I think those are great tips. And I think also the, um, you know, something else in the beginning of your journey that was that really made a lot of sense is it's like your, your husband just said, you know, start journaling. It's not like you envisioned or thought about making money. That wasn't the first thing. It was sort of just like writing about your experiences. And it was something that you were just passionate about and you didn't have any plan or vision for this. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with myself included is you're like, if you can't see all the way to the finish line or like how this could be like worth making money, then it doesn't seem like a valid venture at all. But I think you know, a lot of things, just having your own outlet, like creative outlet. Um, and if you're passionate in it, then, you know, what does success look like? You know, side hustles can make a little bit of money. They can, you know, I, I just think if it's something that allows you to have your own outlet in your space in the world and to do something that's fulfilling, then I feel like it's successful. And then 100%. who knows where it will take you, you know, just like yours. That's why I think it's been really cool to just I don't know, watch you, watch your business online kind of take off, which is, and and you do it so well. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very humbled and flattered by that. That really means a lot to me. Um, so, so thank you say from the bottom of my heart, that means a lot, but then you're also still working for these two businesses, which are, you know, easily people who are listening could reach out and start those. So I guess Mm -hmm. taking the first step to joining like a beauty counter or a park lane. If somebody was looking at you and was like, I'd love to just get started doing what you're doing. How, I mean, do you just reach out to them? That's like a sales. That's basically they can definitely reach out to me. Yeah. And say, I'm, I'm interested in um, park lane. I love the jewelry and uh, I love accessories. So how can I get started? And then I would work with them on getting them started and then would mentor them through that and continue to be their mentor upline, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And same with beauty counter. So um, you would join as a consultant um, and the same opportunity and why I think, and you're seeing so much, right? So many of us are moving our businesses online. Mm-hmm. So many of us are starting to sell products on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and it's getting very competitive. So I think that's why it's super helpful too, to, um, you know, really make yourself stand apart from just the girl who sells Park Lane jewelry, right? Or just the girl who loves clean beauty and sells beauty counters, kind of come up with your own brand too, right? Like why should someone buy that from you? And I think that that's something that I can help um, women or young entrepreneurs if they're interested in, um, help them stand out above, you know, other sales reps. Maybe that's your next business is business consulting for people who want to be just like, yeah, I'd love that. Um, but I think that, so, okay. And finally, what is, um, let us know where we can find you, uh, let us yeah. know your website name, where we can find you on Instagram, all the places. Cause I feel like you are all over the interweb. So oh, let us know where you. we can find you. So, um, it's all pretty simple. Calligirlstyled.com. And it's again, spelled like the license plate. So C-A-L-Y-G-I-R-L styled S-T-Y-L-D.com. 